upper left corner listeners. I am less than a year into this podcast endeavor and have found myself an audience of the kindest, most caring true crime consumers there possibly could be. So with Halloween nearing, I reached out to some of my favorite true crime podcasters who also happen to focus on PNW cases to collaborate for a spooky season bonus episode. PNW Haunts and Homicides is one of my faves, and I think my listeners will also love it. These ladies are so funny, and they alternate between true crime episodes and their haunts episodes, which are basically PNW ghost stories. You should give them a shot. Find them on your favorite podcast app. It's PNW Haunts and Homicides. The hosts, Caitlin and Cassie, are amazing, and I'm so grateful for putting this episode together. They did all of the research and all of the editing, and all I had to do was show up and react to their story. So thank you to PNW Haunts and Homicides, Caitlin and Cassie, for this bonus episode for my upper left corner listeners, and happy spooky season, and I hope you enjoy this ad-free bonus episode. Okay. <laughs> Got it. It's happening. Woo! <laughs> All right. <laughs> you get to go first. Oh, right. Yeah. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Cassie. Hi, Emily. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're doing great. Good, good. All you creepy people out there, we obviously have a third special guest on today. Yeah. And it's not just a ghost that, yeah. you know, sets off <laughs> yeah. my fire alarm or anything. That's exciting. She is definitely not a ghost. <laughs> Her background is blurry though. So I don't know. I mean, that's a little ghostly, I guess. I know she's yeah. more high tech than us. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> that is literally my son's closet in the background. That is why it's blurred. <laughs> I love it. We need to cover up your closet, your creepy closet back there. Good luck with that. No, you guys get that in full high (laughs) depth. All right. right. So, well, we talked about we're going to give Emily a platform because we want to talk about her podcast. It's one of my faves. Yes. Take us away, Emily. So I am Emily Mays and I have the podcast Upper Left Corner, which we just talk about PNW true crime. Um, When I say we, I don't mean that. It's just myself. (laughs) Um, And so I started in January of 2021 after um, too long in quarantine with my children. I needed an outlet and thought murder was the proper thing to talk about. Uh, Definitely has helped. And so... Yeah. And so I talk about cases in Washington, Oregon, and Idaho, and it's pretty much fact-based and they're pretty short episodes, anywhere from like 20 minutes. Sometimes I do longer. I think I've done an hour before and I start every episode with the PNW town profile. And so I talk about the town that the event occurred in. And then I tell the story and then I end with a wine review of a PNW wine. 
Yes, we yes. love that part. <laughs> she does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. Did we, did you pick a wine for today? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that. I know I'm in between. I just got home from my kids' soccer game and then I'm going to football after this. And so I was like, I better not be that mom. <laughs> yeah. I better. All right. Yeah. You have responsibilities. I did get a Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> I've got both. I've got my caffeinated swamp water over here and my Yeti tumbler. And then I've got my white wine. It looks considerably less swampy. So. Yes, it does. Thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> She really does drink swamp water. Like it's disgusting looking. You have to put it, you have to put it in a tumbler so that you can't see it. It's so gross. It's, uh, I actually, I really love it. If if they would sponsor us, that'd be really cool. Uh, Liquid IV. (laughs) Oh yes. It's like the green tea flavor and it really, it looks like swamp water, but put it in your mouth (laughs) hole because it's delicious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, I talked to Emily and it sounds like she's actually listened to us before. So good. Someone I love you guys. You're so fun. Cause I love the PNW aspect of it. And then you guys are so fun and funny and all the things I can't be. And so, <laughs> oh my gosh, gosh you can be, you it's... will be today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll try. You guys, you should have seen her before we started recording. She's, she's wilding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, no, when I read that, I was like, okay, we're going to have to actively try not to fangirl while I we're know. recording. So. Really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did a DB Cooper episode, right? Yes. Yes. I was like, I my favorite. to that. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. And Caitlin's like, I never want to do DB Cooper. I was like, please. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, my husband is not into true crime at all, but he loves airplanes. And so that was the one episode that he was like, that was pretty good. Oh, <laughs> nobody so got funny. murdered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, that was his pick then. Yeah. Yep. Okay, well, we're going to get right into the tarot. We were doing our very best to try to create a spooky atmosphere. And then the sun came out and (laughs) all I have is this purple halo behind me. So should we light our (laughs) candle and set the mood? Probably, probably. (laughs) Who's going to let me have access to fire though? Oh, I'm scared. Oh my gosh, her little match set. I can't with you. You're so cute. You, you have to be, if you're under <laughs> five, six, you just, it, it's a requirement. <laughs> we like to get witchy in here. <laughs> Do you like the witchy stuff? You know, I have never been involved. I've never even had a tarot card reading before. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is your first. I guess I mean, that's it, also I, why I'm interested in you guys. Cause it, that part is interesting to me. Cause I'm like, I have no idea what you're doing, what you're yeah, talking about. <laughs> Do we know what we're doing? We don't know. <laughs> we're really good at faking it. Let's yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to get these okay. shuffled up. Let's get started. Given my spooky case vibes. We're <laughs> using my Nightmare Before Christmas deck since it is like a Halloween-y episode. Okay. Cut them cards, girl. You want to flip it this way? Yes. 
Ooh. Ooh. It is like kind Needles. of a like pumpkin looking pin cushion sort of. Oh. And it was upside down for me too. So that's what we're going to go with the reverse. Yeah. Which we like oh, to do. Yeah. Oh, well, I, <laughs> since, since now we know that Emily is like a, a tarot, uh, tarot novice a tarot virgin one might even say (laughs) (laughs) do do you know that in the reverse they'll mean different things depending on which way you flip the card no idea okay all right see we're already teaching yes we're teaching such a service to the world not at all dramatic (laughs) okay so when reversed the painful ending indicated by the upright that's 10 of needles okay upright 10 of needles is stalled don't put off the inevitable dragging it out will only make this harder make a clean break and move on to new better things Ooh, interesting. Is that a is that a message for our haunt? I don't know. Let me let me see this again. Okay, so it says the painful ending indicated by the upright. So let me should I read the upright? Yeah, let's read it. Okay. I feel like that's good too, because if you haven't like done this before and don't see like don't know how the The interpret yeah, the different like meanings of the cards can change. Okay. It says 10 of needles indicates something is coming to a painful end. Okay. So (laughs) that's what that means. Whether it refers to a friendship, relationship, project, or job, you may be left with heavy emotions. Give yourself time to grieve and trust that it is for the best. Fresh beginnings are ahead. So then in the reverse, the painful ending is stalled. Okay. Put it off. I... Okay, I, I I know too much, so I'm gonna say too much, but I'll we'll we'll come back to okay. this. Okay, we'll come back to it. <laughs> Alrighty. All right, that, that ends was... the tarot for the Patreon. It does bye. bye. Cheers. Oh, cheers. So selfish. Ooh. All right. So today we are going to be talking about a little place called Candy Cane Park. And it, it sounds like kind of Christmassy, right? Like candy canes, whatever. But, you know, kind of like Nightmare Before Christmas. You can combine Halloween and Christmas, right? Yeah. I think yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is located at J Avenue and 13th Street in LaGrande, Oregon, which is about 260 miles east of Portland for y'all that aren't familiar with our area. Have you ever been to Eastern Oregon? Yes, I have. Yeah. My um my grandparents were from Eastern Oregon, so oh, nice. yeah, mine too. <laughs> mine are Maybe they knew each other. <laughs> I was like, that's fine as long as she doesn't know the case. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of this case before? No, not at all. <laughs> that's my favorite. Okay. Well, this park takes up just shy of two acres and it features a small playground. The swing sets are even painted um, with white and red stripes to resemble candy canes. One of the most controversial of all candies, of course. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's right up there with like candy corn for Halloween. Yeah. Like yeah. people either love it or they hate it. Barf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of either, honestly. I don't really like candy canes. I like candy canes. Candy I corn, I don't like. I like the chocolate mint candy canes. Yes, those are really good. No, 
Not a candy cane person? One, I don't like chocolate either. Mm. So yeah. What about those fruity ones? Ugh. My kids love those. Yeah. Like Sour Patch Kids. Oh my so gosh. Sour Patch are my jam, but I just want the Sour Patch. I don't right. Know. Yeah. Then you spit it out after when it gets too sweet. <laughs> oh so gosh. in this park, there is also a basketball court, picnic tables, and benches. Oh, and not to bury the lead, but some truly horrific and spooky stuff happens here. So before I get into the ghost stories, I have a question for you ladies that directly relates to what we're going to be talking about next. What do you guys think is the scariest playground equipment? Swings, for sure. <laughs> Swings. Do you have a oh, reason sure. behind that? Um, just I the sounds that they make and oh, the no. way that they move in the wind, like they can yeah. move on their own. Oh, yeah. But are they moving on their own? Exactly. That and like... I have three kids and do you know how many times they've wiped each other out while one was swinging and the other oh. ran by? Oh, <laughs> that's, no. that's, that's terrifying uh-huh. as a mom. Yeah. <laughs> that's scary. What about you? Uh, they're not really technically equipment, but I feel like you should know this, that it's actually the children that are the scariest <laughs> part of the park for me. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> Children are creepy. We've said it bunches of 100%. times. 100%. Yeah. No. Oh, 100%. Like my daughter still, she will wake up in the night and I'll be sleeping and I'll just wake up and her face is right next to mine. And I'm like, oh! she's, yeah. And sometimes she'll say things that I'm like, mm, oh, okay. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Yeah. Hopefully that was just a weird thing yeah. and not like a premonition or something. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a one? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, the equipment I think is the scariest is the merry-go-round. Oh, I've had some crazy like experiences on there where you just like fly off and kids keep spinning you, they won't stop, and you're like, no, please, I'm not up. So that's my nightmare right there is spinning out of control. Yes. <laughs> but do you realize all of the scary things? The one thing that links all of them together, you guys, in everything we've talked about so far, the children. The children. <laughs> yes. Yep. I bet some black-eyed kids go to that park. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, the merry-go-round at this particular park seems to be pretty unruly, um, almost as if it has a mind of its own or perhaps something more sinister. it will spin wildly almost as it's being like controlled by disembodied hands there have even been incidents where the merry-go-round was so out of control that people have flown off oh which has happened to me but it's but like you know the kids are there spinning yeah (laughs) but apparently this just like does it uncontrollably Um, and even more terrifying is the possibility that they were pushed off and not just thrown off by gravity. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's terrifying. Oh. <laughs> no, thank you. To my yeah. knowledge, no one was seriously injured on the merry-go-round, but there were m- so many of these accounts that they actually decided to remove it in 2003. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That was probably a wise choice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm assuming not to just avoid anyone getting hurt, but to avoid some like potential lawsuits. Yeah. 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 100%. 
from what I've read, I don't see any stories where people have seen like an apparition or a figure at the merry-go-round. Um, one reason I think that's interesting is because it seems to be very mean-spirited. If it's like pushing people off the merry-go-round, that's supposed to be like well, fun, theoretically. So I'm thinking maybe it's like the ghost of a former bully, potentially. Oh, yeah. Wait, so this is a haunted park, but the <clears throat> park is like haunted by a bully like kid? a bully kid that's oh. what I'm thinking that's what it sounds like to me with the merry-go-round or you know maybe it's like a demonic spirit or simply just a case of merry-go-round possession <laughs> that's a term. I like to do that <laughs> um another reason I find that interesting that no one has seen like a figure at the merry-go-round is because people do see an apparition at the park um, they actually see the apparition of a woman swinging on the swings, which you said were creepy, um, mm-hmm. or sitting on the park benches. Mm. And the swings, um, they're often seen like swaying back and forth, even when it's like not a windy day or anything. They kind of just will sway back and forth like someone is swinging on them. Mm. No, you're like, no, please. I said I was already thank you. Swings. God. When do we get to talk about murder? <laughs> I was just, my kids are at the park right now. Oh my gosh. Well, hopefully it's not a haunted park. Hopefully yeah. not a haunted one. It's not Candy Game Park, is it? <laughs> okay. Oh so gosh. yeah, that makes me think like maybe there is more than one spirit here since one seems to be kind of just sitting there, not really doing anything. And the other one, it was like very active. Yeah. Oh, why do there need to be so many spooky things in one park? <laughs> What's going yes. on at this park, oh man? Gosh. What's in the water down <laughs> What there? happened? so I go like everywhere to look for stories like personal stories so I go in all the comments I go on like the google reviews even oh my gosh so I went to the google reviews for this park and I just had to mention there's a couple really really funny ones (laughs) so Turk McKittrick gave this park one star he said misleading name came here for actual candy canes left sorely disappointed (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wait, you went to a park oh for some free candy canes. Like, where did you think these candy canes were coming from? Oh, my God. <laughs> Didn't the, his parents teach him better? Yeah, right. Take candy from strangers. Don't do it. I <laughs> love this. You know how much I love the crazy reviews. I've been listening mm-hmm. to yes. review that review and beach too sandy, water too wet, like <laughs> nonstop. Like I'm, I'm binging both of these. And all day, every day, I'm like, what did this person think they were? Yeah. Oh, it gets better. There's another really, really funny one. (laughs) So Paula gives it five stars. And she wanted everyone to know that the food was really good and the waitress was exceptional. (laughs) What? Well, I don't know um, what she was eating and who was serving her, but my bet is the waitress was definitely a ghost. And hopefully her meal wasn't white dog shit. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm dying. I'm I got I got to throw in the uh, Step Brothers reference. We yes, please <laughs> just watch that the other night. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. Chris loves that because I don't shy away from all of the really like kind of gnarly quotes too. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We would go karting with his brothers, and I think that's when I pulled out one, and they kind of looked at me like. 
What did your <laughs> girlfriend just say? Because <laughs> you know, there's the part where he like it, it, the the two brothers are talking, and he's like, "Oh, you know what I hear helps with back pain? If you look my butt." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not we, probably the most ladylike one. <laughs> when my kids are having like a complete meltdown, like like a really really like the worst meltdowns. This has happened twice. Uh, my husband and I just pull up on YouTube the scene where they're at the dinner table and they're finding out about the divorce and they're freaking out. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> like, this is what you look like right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you have to be careful with what you quote too. And for near kids, man. Oh yes. <laughs> I still so have funny, dish. I almost fell off my dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> we still have dish so that I can record like when the good movies are on TBS, but they're like bleeped oh. out or like edited to say different things Yeah, so that we can like, we've introduced our kids to Napoleon Dynamite and oh, stepbrothers and yeah. You're raising them right. They're well-rounded children. Good. Best parents. Okay. <laughs> I feel good Aww. about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my okay. gosh. Well, now on to some of people's personal experiences that I found. So this was a comment on ghostsofamerica.com and it was submitted by not given. I hope that's not their real name. <laughs> it was probably not their given name. Yeah. Not given. Not given. <laughs> well, it's all capitalized, like yeah. the N and the G. That's so funny. <laughs> so this one says, I was walking my son's black lab in the park around 7 a.m., as we headed back towards my pickup, I thought I heard someone laugh or giggle. No. As we neared the swing set, one swing began gently swinging a couple of feet each way. That's kind of a lot, a couple of feet each way. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the wind. No. And he says, he goes on to say there was no wind and <laughs> none of the other swings were moving. That's definitely a ghost. Oh, I don't like that. I really don't like that. (laughs) Oh, it gets worse. (sighs) Suddenly the dog started barking furiously at the swing area with his hackles up and all stiff legged. (laughs) That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. The dogs always know, man. They do. Break out in hives. (laughs) Why did we decide to do video? The swing stopped moving and the dog stopped barking. We walked through the swing area, but there was nothing more. So that's interesting too, that it didn't happen it just again. Stopped. Yeah, it just stopped. What's with these people in like the afterlife though? Like you have nothing better to yeah. do because you're not showing yourself or saying anything. You're just like, mm-hmm. well, maybe watch <laughs> me, watch me mess with this swing. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. If it was the bully, maybe, but if it was like, someone out like the woman people see like maybe she's trapped there I don't know yeah um so this one is from anonymous from hauntedplaces.org me and my friend were walking across the park at 2 a.m and we were being followed by someone hiding behind a tree we felt this insane (laughs) cold rush down our bodies and we were walking across the grass and we couldn't get closer to any of the sides, almost like we were being stuck in the middle of the park. No. Ah, No. Yeah. So like, was this a ghost hiding behind a tree or was it a person? I don't don't like either. Mm -mm. (laughs) And why do you feel trapped? They're both bad. Yeah. Yeah. I got the chills. (laughs) I read these stories. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. This is another one from ghostsofamerica.com. And this was commented by a non-Amy's. <laughs> <laughs> Literally A-N-O-N-A-M-Y-S. <laughs> I don't know if they spelled it wrong or maybe their name is Amy and they're just like making oh, fun. They're how's, yeah. How's the spelling in the rest of the review? There, yes. <laughs> she gets it. <laughs> we'll see as I read it. Yeah. <laughs> so Anon Amy says it was nighttime and it was a little hazy. My dad was driving me and my two brothers and my sister back from dinner and it was late. So my sister and my little brother were getting tired. We live on Geckler. I don't know where Geckler is, honestly. I'm assuming it's close. <laughs> so we went up the road by Candy Cane. The two formally mentioned siblings were acting up <laughs> as kids do. <laughs> I didn't I added that part so my dad pulled over I was annoyed so I looked out my window pouting and I saw a girl sitting on the bench she turned around but right before we were eye to eye the girl faded <gasps> Ooh, no. so now we have a kid right a bully boy or yeah. I'm guessing yeah. it could be a bully girl yeah and a woman and now this little girl yeah so I don't know if she does say girl but I'm I don't know if she meant like a little girl on the bench yeah um she didn't really specify I don't like it yeah why are there Mm -hmm. so many ghosts I don't know it's a whole family (laughs) I don't want to hang out with any of them Oh, who wants to take a road trip? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Not there. <laughs> so I have one last tidbit. Don't let this park's jolly spirited name fool you. Under its thickeningly sweet pepperminty surface lie some very disturbing secrets. <laughs> it harbors dark memories for some, as its nickname, Hatchet Park, might allude to. Now, this is where the story you thought was ending, much like the dead villain in a horror movie, makes a surprise comeback. What? Caitlin, take it away. (gasps) (laughs) Getting haunts and homicides today? Yes. Yay. (laughs) So for spooky season, we have a very special episode today. We're about halfway through, so Mm -hmm. this feels like a good time to... Go ahead and drop that bomb, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you guys couldn't tell this was spooky season. Yeah. <laughs> you see my shirt, by the way? Oh, so cute. It's a jack lantern. It's got a heart nose. <laughs> I know. <Cute. laughs> uh, so this special holiday episode happens to involve elements from both of our genres, mm. haunts and homicides. Emily, very astute. She figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as per usual. We have a special extra for our glorious Patreon subscribers. It's a video episode. If you're already watching this video, just pretend that I don't sound like a dum-dum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't worry. We tried to get fancy for you on the this very special occasion. You know, just in case any of you actually like seeing our faces once in a while. You know, I did you, my hair. Get you over <laughs> to the Patreon. <laughs> I just think it's funny because we kept not each other in the dark on this one, but we got to keep Emily in the dark on this one. You didn't know that it was a haunt and a homicide 
or no. what the topic was. No. So she's just like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <That was> great. <laughs> so second installment, the intermission is over. I hope you already have your beverage of choice in hand. And for my listeners, for Upper Left Corner listeners, I listen to Haunts and Homicide all the time and they do not typically do this it's usually one or the other so that's why I was so excited yeah <laughs> I'm getting both today well and the special VIP experience right? yes yes <laughs> now oddly enough this crazy story takes place just days before another holiday Ooh. yeah Cassie Which we've got the candy cane park very Christmassy mm-hmm. your case spooky Halloween. Very spooky season, Halloweeny. Halloweeny. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. Oh, I don't know if I, how I feel about that. No, you're not going to feel good about it. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I came prepared. So, unfortunately, on February 11th, 1983. Just days before Valentine's Day, this tale would not be keeping it on brand with heart-shaped candy and a love story. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. That's not really what I do. <laughs> no. It quickly became a very real and bloody nightmare. But beyond the crime, as you will know at this point, there lies some mystery and a spooky story of local legends. I think, personally... My half of the episode might illuminate where some of these spooky stories originate. Oh. All right. So February 11th, I'm going to take you back. Late that evening, just days before Valentine's Day, Bart Cochran sat in a booth at a local watering hole that appears to have fallen off the face of the interwebs. Oh, very weird. <laughs> Did they close it? Well, I guess you don't know if you can't find it. I really, it. I really couldn't confirm. I think it has been closed, but like I literally couldn't find. Granted, this is before the internet, really, yeah. you know, yeah. taking off. But I couldn't even find any like like older references to it. I heard, saw the bar named in a couple of places, but I was like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I literally, I couldn't find any information on it. It's a ghost bar. There you go. Yeah. Go try to find it. (laughs) So this story kicks off after a night of drinking around town at various other establishments earlier in the evening. Was it just him or was he alone? Um, I mean, he wasn't. (laughs) Was it just him or was he both? Was he drinking with friends is what I was trying to ask. Um, So it sounds like he was in, I don't know exactly how many people he was with, but it sounds like he was in a group. So, and of course, you know, you're bar hopping, you know, imbibing maybe, you know, a little extra, a little something extra (laughs) in preparation for the holiday. And as we all know, that always ends well. (laughs) Like, Cheers! <laughs> Mine's almost done. Yeah, I'll pass you the bottle. I don't want. I don't want to run the risk of, of you running out. That's Thanks. Just, that's a that's a tragedy in the making, my friend. All right. Now, apparently, this man Bart Cochran was either seriously inebriated or just ready to wild the fuck out. <laughs> Reportedly, at one point, he could be heard telling a woman at the bar that he would, and I quote, 
cut her head off. No. Why? Yeah, I'm not, really, I'm not really sure. And I feel like there's, I'm having a hard time coming up with any justification for telling someone that you yeah. don't know that you're going to cut their head off. So it kind of seems okay. like, you know, maybe neither here nor there, whatever the reason yeah. might be. <laughs> oh. Art. Yeah, Bart. <laughs> Barta. <laughs> so just a few notes at this point. First of all, pretty gross. And it probably goes without saying far more aggressive than any of us are comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely not fodder for a romantic encounter in the days leading up to Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, if he went out no. looking for a hookup, I, <laughs> not, like, not like that. I was like, was that supposed to be like some sort of like weird? I, I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it as well. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get that. I don't know. No. It wouldn't work on me. <laughs> no, no, me either. <laughs> no, because if you say you're going to cut my head off, like, I fully believe you. I yes. am a Caitlin-shaped cloud of dust, a hole in the wall. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. So for anyone who was looking for notes on what to write in their Valentines, maybe check out Pinterest or the Hallmark website. Yes. <laughs> Just a thought. Yeah, that that's okay. why it ha- there was no Pinterest back then. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah, you know, Options were limited. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I see how this happened. Yeah, it makes a lot more yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully for that particular woman, it prompted another man that actually, according to witnesses, had come to the bar with Bart to actually escort him out of the bar. Oh, wow. Oh, good. <laughs> so he hears this, you know, this encounter occurring and is like, yeah, you know, Bart, I think maybe it's time for you to go. <laughs> come on, buddy. <laughs> he just kicks him out and goes back in and he's like, hey, come here, are you okay? I'm like, well played, gentlemen. Well played. Yes. <laughs> maybe that was like their wingman type. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like... <laughs> where'd she go home that night mm-hmm. <laughs> wasn't with Bart questions yeah <laughs> meanwhile 21 year old Dana Lynn DeMars was working what might have otherwise been described as an uneventful shift at the bar she was well liked by the regular patrons um, despite a particularly deranged and unruly customer being thrust out of the drinkery previously <laughs> It doesn't seem that there was any lingering concern on her mind as she clocked out around 3 a.m. Ooh, the witching hour. Right? (laughs) Yikes. In the early morning hours, she began her walk home. Those present at the bar throughout that evening stated that Bart and Dana had had very little contact that night in the bar. However, many believe that while walking home, Dana was viciously attacked by an exceedingly drunk and aggressive Bart Cochran right outside Candy Cane Park. Oh, no. Exceedingly drunk, overly aggressive, always a winning combination. Not great. Not great, guys. No. No. So in the early hours of February 12th, two men walking near the park spotted a pool of blood on the sidewalk. Like a couple of hardy boys, they followed the blood trail. That nope. Led- <laughs> yeah, right? No, never do this. Never, ever, ever. Don't do this. 
Never, ever, don't ever. Do it. Is that clear enough? Yeah. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> don't ever do it. Never, never, never. You see okay. blood, you call the clock. Yeah, you just. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so these Hardy boys followed the trail of blood that led roughly to the center of the park. The center of the park. Oh, where they were feeling trapped. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy loves it when I do the rock, oh the God. eyebrows. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> so that is where they found Dana, who had been, as you may recall, brutally attacked. Oh. Again, if you <laughs> if you come to us for stories of romance. <laughs> Maybe check back around Valentine's Day and we'll see if we can cook something up, but I wouldn't count on it. Probably. Probably won't end well either. (laughs) No. No. Dana had apparently been bludgeoned with a hatchet. Oh. Hatchet Park. But being bludgeoned, I was like bludgeoned with a. Oh, yeah. Not a blunt object. No. I don't like that. Mm Mm-mm. When these two good Samaritans found her, she was shockingly still breathing, despite the oh. alleged attempt to decapitate her. Oh. So, bludgeoned, but also definitely the sharp edge of the blade is actually being used on this poor woman. How is she? Um, yeah. I don't, I have, I just, it, that just, yeah. It, it, blows me away I don't get it I don't know how she survived even for those handful of hours just awful even though she was rushed to the hospital she would die later that day due to her injuries from the attack because how the fuck was she still alive in the first place yeah for real so Bart Cochran was arrested and convicted soon after the attack He was sentenced to life in prison where he was kept for a short time until an appeal overturned and dismissed the conviction. No. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of yuck in this case. (laughs) We're yucking a lot of stuff here. So Uh. the, the appeal overturned and dismissed his conviction due to shoddy police interrogation and, uh, Lack of evidence. I'm mm. mm, sorry. Yeah, it's not great. So to this day, most are resolute in their stance that Cochran is guilty. However, no other suspects have been brought forth in the case. Um, he's gone free. Um, <clears throat> it's not great. Oh, We're not going to get into all Is of he still specific. alive? I'm not sure if he is still okay. alive now. I um he was released. I mean, it's really not been that long ago. Oh boy. So mm. there there's a lot to unpack um as far as why his conviction was overturned. Um, we're not gonna get into it because we're just we're trying to keep it, you know, fun. It's <laughs> It's Halloween. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we actually, you know, we'll mom, we'll, we'll get I'll I'll tell you guys. Just 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 hold your horses, okay? <laughs> Down. Uh, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so um, as you can imagine, such a horrific crime can leave a lot of negative energy in a seemingly mundane place, even a place like a public park. 
Named like, after a delicious treat. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a debatably delicious treat. <laughs> so visitors of Candy Cane Park have shared many spooky accounts. Mm-hmm. But of course, I always leave that to Cassie. <laughs> yes. So you guys have heard the spooky, mm-hmm. which like now kind of makes sense. So like people were seeing maybe a woman and yeah. It's yeah. interesting because definitely oh. some of the stories that you told, I'm like, phone a friend, phone a friend. The waitress, <laughs> the lady who was served. I know. I almost totally lost my shit. I'm like, she put a review of a park and was commenting about the. Oh my god. I wonder, I wonder if she did that on purpose. Like I, I have so many questions. So many questions. Contact this woman. (laughs) There's okay. So there's so many questions on this. Um, there's, there's so much, there's so Mm -hmm. much. Okay. So we, we decided to tell this story, um, because we thought, more than likely, people would be expecting half of this episode to be on different topics. Mm-hmm. But surprise, we did it. We picked the same one. <laughs> surprise. Yeah. So, and actually, Cassie is the one that reminded me about this particular aspect of the case. Ooh. I know you you know this is part this actually better part? than I do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is it your favorite? It's it's yes. my least favorite. Well, part, it's but, not my favorite, yeah. but interesting okay, tell them tell them it makes me so sad oh you tell want them. me to tell them yeah tell them okay so we found a picture of her headstone the quote on it says with a cheery smile and a wave of the hand she has wandered into an unknown land which is very very sweet mm-hmm. but is it i feel like it was a really <laughs> creepy saying yeah. <laughs> i think it's kind of sweet kind of yeah i guess it's creepy because like an unknown land yeah. like mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what death is. We don't fucking know. Um, But someone changed. It appears the word cheery to cherry. So with a cherry smile, like that is the way she was brutally murdered. And the fact that someone decided to change her headstone, it like, it's disgusting. I hate it. I don't, I mean, I, I guess I don't 100% know for sure, but it definitely, I don't think that her family meant cherry smile. Mm-mm. Like that is just disturbing. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. Mm-mm. I don't like it. So yeah, we'll post the picture of the headstone and stuff so you guys can see it. And I just think that's really interesting. It but- is, but Yeah. So we're actually, we're planning to, at some point, I'm not going to make any promises about when or where, because I do have a lot of cases that I've already recorded (laughs) or that I already have in the works. So, but I do, I want to plan to look into the case further for future. Um, And if we can develop more information and findings about the investigation and court proceedings, which we definitely can. There's a, there's, there's so much, um, not as not necessarily a ton out there in terms of like resources, I would say, but there's the little bit that you're able to find. There's a lot to unpack there. Ooh. Um, so there's more, there's like, yeah. we're yeah. going to do like a deep, deep dive on this case, like a full. Yeah. Kind of because 
the way that I look at, and I don't want to go into it because it, it totally just gives away what, everything that I would want to talk about in the, yeah. in the in the episode. But it seems like he was freed because of a series of air quotes procedural errors. Ooh, that's mm. never good. No. It's really not. None of these are good procedural errors. If there was such a thing, these are not those. Um, <laughs> don't quote me on details because I'm I'm not really going to give you any details. So <laughs> suck it. <laughs> but that was um, kind of at least the overwhelming consensus based on my research so far. Um, I'll iron out a bunch of you know, the details and information, obviously for a future episode or yeah. yeah, we'll see, or at least an update, because I think that people will definitely be interested in hearing a little bit more about this. Cause it's, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll talk about the tarot here in a second, but I feel like it's, Oh, the tarot. Yeah. Having so much of this that I feel like it's not really what it seems. Okay. You, you think like, okay, this guy says to a woman in a bar, I'm going to cut your head off. And then later, you know, it seems like he actually tried to cut someone's head off. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot. I, I don't think it's that simple. So, oh, yeah. murder never is. No. <laughs> so I, I'm definitely, I'm going to encourage all of the creepy people to reach out to us and let us know what they're curious about, weigh in as to whether or not they want to hear more about the case. <laughs> we know how Cassie votes. <laughs> Make sure you just weigh in and let us know. You can email us or get at us on the socials. <laughs> Um, so honestly, this case is just, it's truly wild, but we're left with the formidable feeling that this just isn't the end of the story Uh oh, (laughs) because there's nothing spookier than the real killer roaming free. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) I have like a really disgusting thought. What if? The killer is the one who vandalized the gravestone. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have literal goosebumps. Like, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Are I you need answers. <laughs> I need answers. Yeah. No. Yeah. We need we need answers. Let's see what the tarot card has to say. Or yeah. are you ready for that yet? Yeah, Sorry. I am. Just no, like, I what's just tarot card? Yeah. <laughs> She's like moving on. Shut up. Oh. I think I remember what it said, and now I'm yeah. like super creeped out. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Well, the last thing I'll I'll say then on, on the case itself is uh just watch your backs in the grand, creepy people. Oh <laughs> watch your backs. Yeah. Okay, so we uh, for the tarot, it was the Ten of Needles in the Nightmare Before Christmas deck. And it said, indicate something is coming to a painful ending. That's the upright. We drew it in the reversed. And so the interpretation on that says, when reversed, the painful ending indicated by the upright Ten of Needles is stalled. It was stalled. Yes. <laughs> like letting him out and not knowing if he was actual murderer or not i i oh my gosh i haven't done enough research to say for sure but i think this is kind of like the avery case you're like there's just no way there's just no way 
And even if he was guilty, now they have picked up the investigation to a level where it's like, I'm sorry, you have to let him go because you guys, you, you yeah. got him, you got him the wrong way. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, it says, don't put off the inevitable. Dragging it out will only make this harder. Make a clean break and move on to new, better things. So, like, the- that's the part that relates <laughs> to your case because I yes. feel like she's. I think she's hanging out there. Yeah, she's probably stuck. waiting for a freaking murderer to be caught. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she needs to make a clean break. Oh God, oh. I hate. I hate that. That's the card that we drew, and that's the wording. I of don't. The- Make a clean break, you guys. That makes me uncomfortable. She was nearly area. decapitated. Mm, yeah. I hate that. Mm. I don't like it. Oh well. So I, I want to be able to, to talk more about the case for future. Yeah. Like, we'll see how this all yes. shakes out. But it's just too much to fit into like a half. It really is. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. <gasps> it's it's kind of all or nothing with me. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like either I read all 300 pages and write you 25 <laughs> note, pages of notes about it or 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 nothing yeah yeah <laughs> oh, do you have any like spooky or ghosty or even like true crime personal stories not really so much I grew up in a Christian household And so I have one side, my mom's side of the family is very religious. And then my dad's side of the family, there is like a lot of religious people. Uh, Like my great grandma was very religious, but I would go to my dad's side of the family to my grandma. And she had like the tabloids with like conspiracy theories and aliens and all that kind of stuff. And like, she would read horoscopes. And so like, I always was like curious and interested, um, from that, but, and then I love, I love to hear a good ghost story. Like I know, um, a few from like my town. One is there was a farmer. They lived out on a very well-known road that has like a ton of, uh, well-established farms from, years and years and years and generations and generations. Um, and there was this one family, um, that started to have some troubles and they ended up the whole family just disappeared. They have no idea what happened. And the next owners, uh, started to report that there were some things happening, some weird things. Um, so definitely I can't remember the specifics of what was happening, but they definitely believe it's haunted. And then it got purchased and is now like the biggest pumpkin patch uh, place. I oh, actually was just perfect. there um, oh, like two days ago. They have a scary corn maze there that like happens at night and people oh, jump cute. out and scare you. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. I was just there this week with my the daughter. There's a kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, What's it called? It is, it's now called The Patch. It used to okay. be called Huffman Farms in Ellensburg. So anyways you oh, can look cool. it up online it's yeah uh, i will it's pretty interesting it's been a while since i looked at it but I, right <laughs> yeah and then there was one the one episode that i have done on my hometown is um the vincent lynchings which took place in the late 1800s and there was a little bit of a ghost aspect to that as well after it had happened it was a father and son they'd done some really bad things and um our county was really poor and so they weren't going they 
like the citizens were worried that they weren't going to get justice. And so they just decided to take it into their own hands and lynched the father and the son. And then, yeah. And like now it's where a grocery store is like, so it's, it's fun. Like when it's your own town, cause you're like, oh yeah, that's where grocery outlet is. But, um, there was, there were people seeing a ghost there, like an apparition and like the one police officer in town was able to track it down and find out that it was just a kid that was like wearing a coat over his head and like walking yeah so that one was debunked darn it (laughs) yeah Yeah. i know there's we um we're a college town so we have central washington university and um there is a dorm room that's supposedly super haunted so yeah nice are you gonna do a story on that one I might. Yeah. I, I have a couple ideas. There's, there's another one where there's this house and actually I know the people that live in it. Um, I went to school with their kids. Her name was Mamie Norris and she adopted, or she was trying to adopt a foster child and he was a teenager and she ended up falling in love with him and she ended up killing him because he wouldn't be with her. Obviously it was weird. So he ended up dead and he was like 17 years old it's so sad there's a picture of him oh. on his the high school football team in 1908 oh there's like you, i went and talked we have a really awesome um historical museum in town and so i went and talked with um her name's sadie there and she was telling oh. me all about this and she had pictures of, of this guy and she disappeared off the face of the earth like she she escaped uh prison and oh is gone gosh. and they never found her again so Wow. I know. So I do want to do one on Mamie and I was going to reach out to those people and just say, Hey, have you had any weird experiences in your house? I've I've heard there's been weird weird experiences at that house. So that's so exciting. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Definitely a yeah. better idea than doing an episode about my haunted apartment. Yeah. <laughs> we should. Yeah, but I've never I've never personally had any experiences and I don't know if it's because I'm pretty skeptical. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Have you guys? Too. Uh yeah, I've been I I've been I've been dealing with some stuff ever since I moved in here with Chris in the last few months and um been interesting. Mm-hmm. Cassie and I were doing Zoom, the two of us recently. And right before we were set to record, I'd come home. I let my dogs out. Um, I got in the shower because I was like, whatever, we're not doing video. I'm just going to like, you know, wash my face, just be like wet hair, sweatshirt. Yeah. Like, and um, I heard a noise. We have pretty noisy upstairs neighbors so at first I didn't really think anything of it and I'm you know hearing noises and stuff and um I'm in the shower and I had just rinsed out like my conditioner I was like almost ready to get out of the shower anyways and I hear distinctly our laundry room door moving and it's one of those like folding like kind of accordion style doors Uh um and it actually sticks. So you like, yeah. you actively have to be trying to move it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't hear Chris come through the front door. My dogs aren't barking. 
So it's not him, but I'm really freaked out. And I, I literally, I literally what the fucked out of the shower. (laughs) (laughs) I literally jumped out of the shower, grabbed a towel and like holding it like this. And was like, what the fuck (laughs) in my hallway. Meanwhile, you know, then when Chris gets home, um, I'm like, sorry, the hallway's, you know, wet. And he's like, what? He's like, the bathroom's always wet after you shower. And I'm like, thanks, babe. (laughs) I was like, no, you should have seen like the whole hallway was wet because I literally jumped out of the shower. Oh my gosh. Here's the weirdest part. He hadn't gotten home by the time that um, we started talking and then he came home like midway through. He didn't get my text message. Because I texted him right after this happened and I was talking to you too. Yeah. I texted him and I said, okay, I think I'm ready to call in a priest. (laughs) He didn't get it. He didn't get it until he was already home. Wow. Ooh, that's kind of creepy. They didn't like the priest thing. Well, and Mm -hmm. here's the thing. Um, I didn't even tell you this, but the the way that I had the door positioned, he was like, well, did one of the dogs maybe bump it? And like, they accidentally closed it. And I was like, well, I had a rug that I had just taken out of the wash that was kind of blocking it. So you would like have to be forceful about trying to close it. Yeah. And my dogs are really small. <laughs> yeah. Well, wiener dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but when I, what the fucked out of the shower, they were also out in the living room. Yeah. Oh, just chilling out there. Yeah. I mean, so he immediately started, he goes over to the slider to make sure that that was locked. And I was like, oh, trust me. I already checked the doors for locked. <laughs> Did you bring a weapon with you? Yeah. That's so what I was, I was in the shower. I, I, okay, At least some well, hairspray. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Try to blind them. Grab something next time, man. Yeah. Just in case it was going right. to go the homicide route instead of the haunts route. <laughs> My God. You're just going to yeah. snap them with your towel. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I guess. I didn't really have a plan. I just panicked because I was like, this is the sound that like would, ha- would be like someone was in my apartment, but I yeah. know that there's no one else here. <sighs> yeah. Do you know like the history of your apartment? Is, has anything ever gone down there? Not that we're aware of, but where we live, um, a lot of like this, a lot of the area, like Portland Metro, there's there's a lot of areas where there are um, the there were Indian tribes that um, lived on this land. Mm-hmm. Probably all of it. Uh, yeah, I like yeah, not everywhere. Ours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, who even knows? I want you I to look into it, or maybe I will for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I, we actually talked to a ghost hunter, um, you know, for a different episode and he told me to, that I might want to start taking an active approach with it. So I have, I have done that before where I address it and I tell it when it does stuff that's out of line. And, um, I I don't think that it, it enjoyed that I did such a thorough saging the night before, Oh, okay. Well, and apparently it, it wasn't on board with the priest either. So we'll see. Oh, no. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a friendly, friendly spirit. So far, it's been relatively benign, but yeah, 
then then there's been not benign <laughs> stuff. And and this was one of those times. Oof. Icky. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. If it gets worse, we're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, should we wrap up? Should we uh probably want to join our you have have a creepy to. ass day outro? Yes. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We have a really hard time doing this with just the two of us. <laughs> and then add me in on Zoom. No, I'm just letting you know. Like you okay. might have to be prepared to do this a couple of times. We've okay. been getting really good at it though. We have to be yeah. fair. We have. Yeah. If you couldn't tell though, sometimes <laughs> Yeah. I, I, that's that's that pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have a creepy ass day. See you next Tuesday. Thank you so much, Emily. That was so much fun. Yes. Thank you guys. That was so fun. Thank you for doing a haunt and a homicide. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. 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 So for all of you that are listening, if you have any true crime or paranormal stories that you want us to share, Maybe with the whole Pacific Northwest. Yes, we would love to read them on the pod. <laughs> yes, we will read them out loud. <laughs> Not just in our heads. Yes. <laughs> they don't have to be from the Pacific Northwest. If you would like to share, email us at pnwhauntsandhomicides at gmail.com. It's all spelled out. No special characters. Super duper easy peasy. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Same thing as the email at PNW Haunts and Homicides, all spelled out, no special characters. Please also rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to and check out our stories on social media because our meme game is hot. (laughs) Agreed. And if you agree, like Caitlin, you can also find us on Patreon and support the show. Bitchin'. We had to see you next Tuesday. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. One, two, three. See, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. I messed it up. Sorry. <laughs> it's so hard. Yes. I am. This is why I'm solo. Yeah. No, I'm always the person messing it up. I just look at Cassie like every time we record, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's never, I'm <laughs> so sorry. I mess up constantly. I mess up on my first sentence every time of every case, I swear. Because you haven't gotten into a role yet. Yeah. <laughs>